Peter Cushing and Ray Milland, Donald Pleasance, produced by Milton Subotsky, you would expect that 1977's The Uncanny would be something a bit special. You'd be wrong. What this is, is a kind of sub-amicus movie. It's a compendium movie. You know, amicus did so well with those movies. This is um, three stories with a framing story. And um, it might be okay were it not for two things. The first being that it kind of tries to ape the... doesn't tr kind of try to. It definitely tries to, in my view. Ape the amicus sort of comedy horror feel. And the second one, were it not about the evil of cats? Not the musical, that definitely is evil, but uh, no, cats themselves, I mean, they were, um, they were seen as gods a long time ago, so they must have something going on, they're inscrutable. They can scratch you and all of that, but I'm not quite sure. Even though they go their own way, and we've got the T.S. Eliot stuff and that kind of thing, and Ted Hughes is quoted um, at the beginning of the, of the film, and he doesn't mention badgers. That's quite extraordinary. But it doesn't provide any real scares. Three pieces, the first in... Um, London, 1912, there is a dowager who is dying, who's quite a feisty uh, old lady, played by Joe Greenwood, who's quite a feisty old lady herself, or was, plays Miss Malkin, her um, her maid that she treats terribly, although we, we see her speaking harshly to her, is Susan Penhaligon. She is going out with a raffish cad, Simon Williams, a raffish cad, if ever there was one, gorgeous though, and... Um, Miss Markin doesn't know this. Really, I suppose Williams appears to be um, going out with her because he wants um, all the money that she's got. She's got a significant amount of it. And she changes her will to leave it all to the cats. But Janet, Susan Penhaligon, knows where that will is and goes to steal it because Williams tells her to, which leads to the old lady's death. She would wake up. Oh, you know, she's too feisty for her own good, that Miss Malkin. And then what happens? Well, the will is on the floor where a lot of the cats are. And there are at least 30 cats in this house, I would say. And Janet finds herself in a room not being able to get out because the cats are terrorising her. And when the police find... Miss Malkin, the cats have eaten that body. That's the scary bit. The cats have eaten that body. Okay, well, you, you see her ribs exposed and all of that, but it's more like a sort of morality tale than anything. It's the kind of thing you'd see on ITV in the late 80s, you know. London Fog and that sort of... You know, the Sherlock Holmes stuff, the bad ones, and there weren't many of them, but the ones that were just... Or sort of sub-Sherlock Holmes stuff. It's not ideal. The, um... The next one you get is in Quebec in 75. It's, uh, it's uh, um, somebody who, whose mother and, mother and father have died, um, who's going to live with um, another family, the daughter of which is horrible. And the only friend that the, that the, that the girl has is her cat. Yes. And um, 
the, the sister is so horrible to her that eventually she throws the cat out, who comes back and sort of nudges open a book which has an amulet in it and they can make spells. So they do. They make the young girl as small as they can. The cat plays with her, of course, and then they squish her underfoot. And the mother of the girl comes back and says, look at all the mess you've made playing with paints. Look at all this squishy mess. Puts the daughter and the paint in the bin. It's not really very good. It's what you'd expect. You know, it's like Tiger Tiger. You know, the one that um, tells the witness madness. Another non-amicus really bad compendium. That's got Donald Pleasance in it as well. And he's in the third and probably the best of these, um, of these compendia. So uh, he plays um, Valentine Diaz. He's a really bad um, matinee idol type or horror type. Not matinee idol, but sort of matinee idol horror type. And um, in a pendulum, as in Pit and the Pendulum, trick with his wife, who he acts with, something goes awry. The real pendulum, rather than the rubber blade, is in use and she dies. Well, of course she does because Samantha Egger playing Adina Hamilton, who looks just like her, takes over. And yes, she also takes over in the marital bed too. However, there is a cat that was her, his wife's cat that just keeps watching. Gives birth to kittens at one point. Pleasance drowns all those, tries to get rid of the cat, but it keeps coming back. And eventually, for some reason, and I don't know why this is what I do, but... The cat is there on set once when they're, they're, they're everybody's wrapped and um, Donald Pleasance is trying desperately, or Valentine Diaz, is trying desperately to make um, Edina scream properly. She is in a, uh, she is in a, um, an Iron Maiden, which has got a false back wall, you know, but you have to hold on to a rope to make sure that the door doesn't slam shut too quickly and kill somebody. Well, guess what happens? Yeah, rule of three. She goes in, can't scream. He goes in, shows her how to scream. She goes in again, sees the cat in the flies, where all the curtains are, screams. He, thinks, he says, very well done. The cat jumps on him. He let go of the rope, or lets go of the rope, and she is dispatched. Okay, this is a funny one, because Samantha Egger plays Adina Hamilton. She's all right she's not particularly funny and you know she was in vogue for a while you know very funny in that uh, in that Columbo episode the bye bye sky high IQ club is that what it's called that's right but she's very good in that um, and I think that um, the real reason this is any good is because of the arrogant brusque um, portrayal that uh, Donald Pleasance gives you know you're gonna get something good and something interesting with Donald Pleasance so, but really, it's the stories that are that good. It's um, this is this is brought on by the by the rank organisation with Milton Subotsky in there. Michael Parry wrote it, and I'm not quite sure that it's any good. To be honest, it's schlocky. If if it's anything, and when you're saying, well, the best parts of the uh, of the film are the. Um, the gluing story with two lovely performances um, of Peter Cushing, who is afraid of cats and has done lots of conspiracy theory books 
goes to see his publisher, Raymi Land. Who, you know, there's a fire raging, very nice. He's got a cat that he loves and, and um, Cushing's very skittish. His hair's standing on end most of the time. He's brushing it down. It's very lovely. And he does that gentle kind of um, anguish so well. As I said about Le, about Le Mesure, he suffers so well. And that's what's that's what we've got with Cushing here. He does tend to do that. And he always adds a little bit of, um, of extra class to anything. And Milan does as well, with a, but in broader strokes. And that's what he does here. Of course, he tells the stories, you know, and he's trying to convince Milan. These are all correct and I've done research. I'm not quite sure what kind of research you can do apart from witness statements. And I'm not quite, I don't know. I don't know whether there are any, there are any kind of statistics about this. You know, cats kill more people than, I don't know, staplers every year. Consequently, cats are an evil feature. Evil. But um, if they had opposable thumbs, I think that might be a different thing. But I think you could, you, you, you'd be careful of the dogs rather than cats. I think the cats should be telling the dogs what to do, mind. So maybe there is something in it. Because he's killed as he leaves the house by some cats. Yeah, I don't quite know how he does it. Do they... Do they drown him in a large saucer of milk? I can't remember. And of course, Raimi Land then says, then burns all his information and says to the cat, I can't deny you anything, can I? The end. That's a nice turn up. It's all right, but when you've got two great acting talents like them, sparring gently, you know, there's no kind of, we're not talking about Christopher Lee here where he was really pushing the pace. It's not like that. This is a really gentle, nice feel. But that's all you've got here. Did poorly at the box office, and I am not surprised. Um, really, we needed to see more Cushing and Miland and less stories. I want to see Pleasance in there, but maybe you could have had Cushing and Milan just telling each other stories, and then, um, and then Pleasance could be some kind of, I don't know, coal man or milkman or a friend dropping in that'd be great that'd be that'd be much better and i feel sure it would have made more money unfortunately it's not a catastrophe <laughs> by any means but when it's called a horror i think it's in the wrong category oh, that's perfect <clears throat> three out of five ta-ta